What the hell? Where am I? Oh, hey, Big Mama. You're so strong. Shut up. Finally, this is going to be good. Hey, Rusty, are you really going to sleep through this? Let me go first. I was actually going to let both of you go. First of all, you are going to do something for me. You're going to record the best Halloween podcast ever made. At least in VR. In fact, I will settle for mediocre. Then it's a round of CBT for each of you. Hey guys, this is post-podcast Zesty. You're going to be able to tell pretty quickly that I was not at 100% for this episode. I had basically zero sleep and was pretty out of it, mostly just due to being hungover. Normally we would have called off the podcast, but we really wanted to get this up on Halloween. I'm sorry for how unprepared we might sound, but hopefully my brain-damaged state can provide some comic relief at least. You'll see what I mean in a sec. Finally, Big shout out to Rusty, he really carried the energy for this. Appreciate you, bro. Hello, and welcome to the Cockpit's first special episode. I'm your host, Rusty. I'm your co-host, Zesty. This podcast is going to cover all things spooky, as well as basically everything else, with a fair few drinks along the way. So if you have some time to kill, some drinks to drink, hopefully both, feel free to hang out with us for a while, shoot the shit, and maybe... Maybe we'll survive the night. I can really feel that you are running on 2% <laughs> brain power right now. For those unaware, me being my usual me, basically passed out drinking the last <laughs> two days in a row, and he tried to keep up, and he can't. But yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, my brain is on 2% at the moment, so this will be fun anyway. Talk about some spooky shit. So, uh, so um, this is going to go up on Halloween. So when people are watching this, it's Halloween. So, first of all, you might have noticed a different scenery than we usually have. It's because I finally figured out how to place, you know, place table with my avatar. So now we can do our little jig everywhere, wherever we want to. Yeah, Only if the lighting works. that's a good way of doing the podcast, I think, as well, because it's, like you were saying before, in VR we can be anywhere. It doesn't have to be like an office space sort of thing like the world I made. What are you drinking Basically today? Detached. Uh, the same as usual, beer. Cheap shit. Yeah, this is like... I'm really boring with drinks as well because I always drink the same shit. I find something I like and then... Cheap whiskey, cheap diet lemonade. So, But yeah, let's uh, let's all take a sip. alcohol is to, get, is to get drunk, not to get fancy drinks. That's true. Cheers. Happy Halloween. But yeah, before we get on to our first topic, um, I did just want to talk a bit about how this episode is going to play out, because it's the special Halloween episode. Um, we've got a few segments to put in. Well, one segment, so the cockpit... I can't remember what I fucking called it now. <laughs> the, the cockpit campfire tales. So that'll come after our first few topics. So with Halloween... I feel like it's one of those holidays that gets more boring when you're older because, like, you want to really celebrate it as a kid. 
Did you ever go trick-or-treating much? Is it a thing in Germany? Yes, it very much is, and in fact, I still do. <laughs> you still go trick-or-treating? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's free fucking candy. <laughs> That's no, nice, I man. I go outside anymore. I wouldn't have the balls, but to be fair, yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, free candy, like you said. Do you have, like, a memorable... Like candy from strangers. <laughs> Or from the kids, yeah. You can. You don't need to go trick or treating. You can just intercept the children that are trick or treating. Take their candy. Exactly. Germany's taxation on <laughs> everything. Do you have any me like? What's the most memorable costume you had as a kid? Uh, I think a Spider-Man one when I was like seven, but I I, I forget a thousand things every day, Paul. Yeah, so... And I forgot how the rest of the sentence goes. I, I think if I'm remembering right, I think it was like The Undertaker, you know, like the wrestler it, with like fake muscles and stuff. It was so cringe. That's like one of the only ones I can remember from back then. I'm not sure why. But yeah, it was back when everybody was obsessed with wrestling, you know? Oh, no. I did m do Michael Myers once when I was 17. It was an, act an actual act. I carried one around the entire time. That is sweet. Like, Mike Myers is such like a, an easy costume to do as well. Like the the mask is like simple but creepy, you know. I didn't even need to wear a mask. My face looked just as dead on the inside as it does on the outside. So our first topic, other than Halloween, is horror games. Thank you for brushing that off. <laughs> yeah, I, I just no comment on that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good. Okay. So. I was going to wear a Dead Space avatar for this, but I figured it's best that we're in our normal avatars. But um, what is your favorite horror game? Do you do you like horror games or is it more? Um, no, I don't like horror in, in general. It kind of messed me up on my 18th birthday, like playing Phasmophobia when I was first of all allowed to buy drinks and I just bought an entire liter of Jack Daniels and drank that alone while playing Phasmo in VR with my friends. <laughs> Yeah, bad idea. Um, that, I think I think I told that story before. I don't know. I'll, I'll just repeat it just in case. Um, so, 18th birthday, buy, buy and drink an entire bottle of Jack, not Jack Daniels, uh, Jägermeister. Uh, with my friends, the, that evening ended with me fucking hating phasmophobia or horror games in general. Waking up in the outside on the fucking grass. And my friends telling me what what the fuck happened yesterday because I could not remember. Yeah, I I kind of love and hate horror games because you, you kind of have to force yourself to play it, like you know, like the jump scary games. So like Dead Space is a good example. Um, that was so good back in the day, but I I used to, I when I would get stuck at a section where I just keep dying horribly, like it, it would take me like loads of willpower to come back and beat the section just because of. I'm not sure, like, that doesn't exist with other games. I feel like it's just horror games, you know, that do that. But yeah, Phasmophobia, man, fucking... Honestly, I think VR makes it worse. Basically, first time drinking experience in being drunk while in VR, playing a horror game. That's something else. FNAF, Five Nights at Freddy's. I was in school when that came out and it was very big. I've never played very it. Big. Try not to judge me too hard. <laughs> I 
anyway. I'm sorry, Rusty. I played the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one. And basically help wanted to. Yeah, so I I've never played that. I've I've seen its popularity, like it was huge on YouTube when it came out. So I I I know of it. I've watched like videos on it, but never played it for some reason. Like, you might want to play it sometime. Yeah, I t to be honest, I I've seen like the originals for like pretty cheap on Steam. They're always like on sale and shit. So, but that that's a th like with yeah. horror games, it's like you know, like the jump scary. I I don't like playing those. So like survival horror are mostly what I play. So the first horror game I actually played was Resident Evil Nemesis. I think it's three. Um, <laughs> so when I would stay at my dad's. There was like a, a cabinet of games I wasn't allowed to touch. One of them being Resident Evil 3. So I used to sneak down when he was asleep and, and play it. And <laughs> PS1 graphics, but it still used to give me nightmares. Like I had nightmares for weeks after playing uh, Resident Evil. It's laughable now. Like you, you play it and it's just kind of like all of the PS1 graphics are just funny more than scary. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird how even that could give me nightmares as a kid. How about the cheer to being sneaky as a child? Yes, sir. To being dumb as children. But yeah, the Resident Evil is kind of hit and miss with like the newer entries. Um, that's why they keep remaking all of the good ones, you know. Resident Evil 4 has been released and re-released on everything at this point. I've actually literally today watched a video about why continuations from the spooky games aren't spooky anymore. Very good watch. What was... And I, I think I, I can send you the link. It was basically like, the first time you played Dead Space, like Dead Space 1, everything was unknown, you got scared pretty easily, you got a way to fight back, finally. But the second it progresses into the next game, the game focuses more on action instead of horror. So it just goes on like that. It loses its scare scare value. Yeah, I, horror games on horror I didn't more. like the, the next ones in the series as much as the first. I, I see what you mean. Like, for me, like, the first one is, like, a masterpiece. The pacing was perfect. And, like, the whole concept of... of for, for people who haven't played Dead Space, you, you play as an engineer, not a soldier, so... To kill the enemies, you you have to cut off their limbs, which means you, you you have to kind of think about every shot you take. So the combat, while the enemies are fast paced, from your side is slow paced because you need to aim properly. You can't just shoot them in the head, you know. Mm. Trust him, he's an engineer. <laughs> yeah, basically. But like that that was a cool concept because like in a lot of horror games like Resident Evil, you play as like a badass like agent or something you know like like leon kennedy in uh in resident evil 4 but like he's he's very he uncool now like have you noticed like 2000s cool is actually really cringe now so like the long hair kind of mysterious sort of guy dante from devil may cry is another good example <laughs> but yeah it's uh it, it's quite sad that things like that are not cool anymore you know Basically, what we now consider emo cringe was actually cool back in the day. Yeah, and, and yeah. Devil May Cry is a good game, a good game series, to be fair.
but kind of hack and slash so like not my thing anymore i liked it as a kid though i haven't played Dem devil man cry either i'm a fucking letdown in that regard <laughs> the amount of games i haven't played is unimaginable yeah I, i'm still i know it's not spooky but i'm still holding the fact that you haven't played halo against you we, we need to do it we'll well, we'll record I don't know, we'll play it on, on stream or something, maybe. That wouldn't be the first time the British have something against the Germans. Let's, uh, let's take a sip, because... Uh, I am sorry. I know this this was supposed to be like a special episode and stuff, but I'm running on 2% brain power. Genuinely. <laughs> in pain. But yeah, you, you mentioned Michael Myers earlier, so uh, what what are your thoughts on the Halloween films? Um, I haven't watched the films either. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I basically get all my knowledge from fucking memes. Okay. <laughs> They kind of especially last stream where I pulled out the the, the California girl dancing meme song thing. That was that's one of the game characters dancing that on Michael Myers. Oh uh, yeah, who is the like avatar supposed to be like the actual person? I don't know. It's it's like somebody who rocks up with a shotgun and then you can lose your clothes or so. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, that's where the meme is from, and that's how I know about that. But yeah, they're pretty good films. Like, the originals are kind of... Like, different things are scary now, you know? So the original films are kind of dated, it feels like. So, you know, like, Friday the 13th as well. Like, slashers were a huge thing back in, like, the 80s, 90s. Now it's, like... Scary movie. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's, like ghost, like, ghost movies and jump scares and stuff. Like, that's what horror is now. And I think it I'm evolved. Yeah, it, it's crazy though, because like, personally, I prefer like, like ha Halloween is is a lot more scary because it's like more believable than haunted houses and shit. It's almost like if you take aspects from your normal existence and add something that might terrify you to the point of dying from it, that would make it very realistic and self-insertable and fucking scary as fuck. Yeah, because. I'm sure you've seen clips of him if you haven't seen the films, but he, the reason he's so fucking scary is because he doesn't say anything. He doesn't run. He doesn't chase you. He just walks after you. So, like, it might seem not threatening, but I, I feel like that makes him ten times more scarier because he knows he's going to get you eventually. <laughs> it reminds me of <laughs> there's always a snail trying to kill you. It will never stop. It is unstoppable. But it is a snail, and it will kill you if it gets to you, just by a touch. And that's basically Michael Myers. Yeah, basically, <laughs> he's he's a, a killer snail. But it's it's it it's interesting to me. Like, I prefer horror movies to horror games mostly. Like, most of the games I play are survival horror, so like Resident Evil and shit. But it's interesting how like horror has evolved over the years because. It's it's yeah. I, I'm I'm not sure why there hasn't been any new newer slasher films because 
I, I can't I haven't watched the horror like a, a modern horror film in ages and all of the ones I can think of are like ghost ones you know like it's been a few years since paranormal activity but that along the same lines as I was that. about to mention that too like the conjuring um all like it's it's about ghosts and like haunted shit and I just I, I really don't find that like scary like it's with jump scares it's really predictable you know Outlast was a good one, though. Yeah, I I played that I a bit. Outlast. That was um, it, you you've probably played it a lot more than me, so you can uh, explain what it is in a moment. But I uh, I I it, same as Dead Space. So like, I played it a bit and got kind of scared to to pick up where I left off. You know, it was Outlast two though, the one where you're like in the village. I never played Outlast one. I've never played either Outlast either. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> much of this is just a fucking result from me being too young and too, you know, too much of a fucking nerd to actually go work and earn money to buy the game. So I never had all the financial ability to <laughs> actually get the game. So it's all just on YouTube, what I've seen okay. from the games. Yeah, so like I, a lot of... Outlast one, I I watched rather than played, but I think maybe on PlayStation Four, um, you know they do like the free games every every month. I think Outlast was free, Outlast two, I mean, and that is like a long like what I said about Dead Space earlier, where it's like the concept makes it scary. It's like all you have is a camera, right? You, which you you probably know from watching it. You can't fight the enemies. It's like a run and hide sort of game, and going like you you have to refill your battery on the camera at least in two and and the battery can die in, in the dark so yeah it's it's fucking really scary but but yeah that's uh, that is a big aspect of uh, scary things because the second you take away the ability to fight against that is trying to kill you like if you see a bear running towards you and you are unarmed you would be fucking terrified but it, what 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 if you had a fucking shotgun in your hand, a loaded one, then it would be so fucking scary. I mean, yes, it's still a bear running after you, but you know. Yeah, that, I would just be scared, like, if the, the the one shot you manage to get off doesn't take it down, you know? You're still getting mauled. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, yeah. But the second you can fight against something, uh, you lose the scariness of it. I feel like it's more realistic that way, because, like, if if you can put yourself in a situation more because it, believe it or not guys but in real life i'm not a super soldier so if i was in that boat i would be hiding as well the same as the what, character in the game <laughs> yeah I, believe, believe it or not i know it's it's hard to believe I, I wouldn't be fighting the the fucking village whatever the fuck they are they're like i think they're cultists or something in the second game the first one's got like those like mutated people I, I, I can't remember. It's like a doctor, right? Well, I hope we can please Lady Teresa. Is is that from an Outlast reference? No. Bloody hell! Didn't we fucking record something? A little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why I, I I might seem so nervous, guys. We're we're under pressure, as you saw from the intro. So, 
We gotta make this good. I, I got your name wrong, please. <laughs> please hurt me more. But yeah, speaking of Resident Evil as well, have you seen any of the bullshit Resident Evil films? Nope. They're horrible. Uh, the first one's okay-ish, but it's like they use the Resident Evil name, but nothing. It's just kind of based on Resident Evil, and it's like action and like explosions and shit. It's it's yeah, it's fucking so weird. I can remember watching one in the cinema, and uh, yeah, it was fucking. It's it's hard to. I'll put up a clip behind us. We don't have a green screen this time, but I'll just hang the clip there somewhere. But yeah, it's it's like she's like supposed to be like some badass, like fucking super soldier, basically because of the the virus, and she like she'll do like backflips all the time, like unnecessary moves, you know. Yeah, make you make you see what you can't do IRL. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like that's that's also the thing with Leon, wasn't it? Where he just constantly suplexes the zombies. Yeah, that that kind of an. So, have you played Resident Evil Four VR on Quest? No. Okay. Um, it's really fucking strange because the the actual game, like the original, is third person, but in VR, obviously, it's first person. And then when you when you kick the, the zombies or or like do like the special move when they when they're stunned it goes into the third person view really disorientating so like you're constantly going first person third person your weakness is pathetic <laughs> and you make me sick yeah to be honest it, it's only drink oh yes yes sir everybody else watching as well Zesty wants to edit this in. Welcome to Rusty's Bottle Opening ASMR. Thank you. I wanted to discuss, like, IRL spooky stuff. So, have you ever had anything spooky happen to you? Um, I should have thought about this more. I, probably. Oh, yeah. I had a dream few years back that was very memorable to me it, not because it was fucking scary which it was but it was so scary in fact that I mean in the dream I couldn't scream I couldn't move I couldn't scream and it was so fucking terrifying that I forced myself to, to scream so hard that I got woken up by my parents because they could hear me fucking sleep screaming oh shit <laughs> That is fucked. Yeah, that was fucking. That was fucking terrifying. I I, I don't dream much now. At least I don't remember my dreams. It's very very rare that I do. I, I, I guess because I I don't sleep fully or something. Yeah, I've also stopped uh, fucking dreaming a, a while ago. You w you work a lot of early shifts. I think it, a lot of it is down to not sleeping properly. Because like to dream, you need to enter deep sleep, don't you? REM sleep, yeah, but. I entered that well enough. Okay. I don't know. I yeah, I average maybe like four hours sleep a night. So, but yeah, I've everything's still working. I've not had anything spook like any spooky, scary stories. Like my life isn't that exciting, other than 
creepy dreams and stuff you like you just reminded me about but it appears as if we are the two most boring people on the planet. <laughs> yeah to be fair I, I would take the cake for the most boring i think i'm gonna take that from you but uh in, you know we might be boring no spooky stuff has happened to us but before we roll the cockpit campfire tales uh, i did have an irl story uh have you heard of dyatlov pass no it's the dyatlov pass incident um it's it's like one of those unexplained mysteries so uh let me just check because I, I don't want to get this wrong i think it was six people went missing on like uh a remote mountain in in russia they were hikers and when it, it two people were found immediately and they had stripped naked in the snow they tend to being cut open from the inside and th when those two people were found um they had to wait for like the snow to thaw to find the others and loads of fucked up stuff. like one had like a fractured skull severe chest trauma um one was missing their eye one was missing their tongue and it's it's still unexplained so like russia have have said that it, it was a compelling natural force uh yeah uh let me just check the investigation that the the russian government did concluded that a compelling natural force had caused the deaths so basically unexplained but there's a lot of you know theories so like w why would they cut the tent open from the inside um why would some of them strip naked in the in a blizzard um that can be explained by i've forgotten what it's called but sometimes you people do that from like extreme temperature changes yeah that's with hypothermia if you are in a cold place and you know it's cold and you suddenly feel warm enough that you want to take your clothes off that's a sign of you freezing to death don't take your clothes off because people have died completely underdressed because of the cold they have reached a state of hypothermia where their body doesn't recognize that it's cold but instead it starts sweating people have said uh so the soviet government reckon it was an avalanche a compelling natural force but the the pass that they were on so it it wasn't steep enough for an avalanche to happen it, it's kind of explained away and like a lot of the theories say that it could have been like military involvement so like military tests with weapons up there but yeah it's it's a fucked up like, like i love kind of unsolved mysteries like that it's 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 still kind of unsolved to this day i think the answer to that mystery is simple it was sasquatch so uh, that is one of the theories actually genuinely that, that it was like a, a yeti or something <laughs> it's like some fucked up creature because like the the wounds were like um like, so instead of me remembering it poorly i'll read what i what i typed here so the soviet authorities determined that six of them had died from hypothermia while the other three had been killed by physical trauma one victim had major skull damage two had severe chest trauma and another had a small crack in his skull four of the bodies were found lying in running water in a creek and three of these four had damaged soft tissue of the head and face two of the bodies had missing eyes one had a missing tongue and one had missing eyebrows which is the weirdest part um i can't i can't remember if i'm mixing it up but i think let me let me look it up um 
I can remember reading a similar case where people went missing and they were found bright orange. Fucking hate yeah. typing in VR. I'm not saying anything. Ah, okay. So, basically, as it is right now in VR, you basically have a laser pointer attached to your hand, so you have to point and then click on every little letter. And, you know, misclicking, mispointing is very easy when you have a fucking laser pointer. But when you install the Minecraft VR mod, they have a physical keyboard. Instead of a laser pointer, you actually use your fingers to hit the buttons, which is very much more intuitive and removes a lot of the mistakes you do when trying to hit them with a laser pointer. Yeah, I'm going to keep that clip in then just so everyone can see me struggle. Like, typing in VR, it, it sucks. That's that's something that needs to change. And I, I do have a keyboard, obviously, but like leaning over to get it while in VR is, is a nightmare too. Especially if you have your bottles and your glass like between the keyboard and yourself. Uh, like I've I fucked up so many keyboards from VR. But yeah, little little unsolved mystery for you guys. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of theories from like weapon tests with radiation and shit. But you know, you wouldn't lose your eyebrows instantly from radiation either. But like the tan skin is fucked is fucked up as well. Because if it wasn't radiation, what caused them to get a tan? on a mountain, you know? There's different kinds of radiation. There's UV radiation, there's radiation. True. So, yeah, so so yeah, it could, it could have been like a, a Soviet weapons test. Um, there's also native tribes there, like, so that's a theory, but then the injuries would, would be totally different if they were attacked, you know? It's it's one of my favorite, like, like mysteries. Honestly, I'm, I'm gonna have to send you like some, I've explained it very poorly. So perhaps somebody else can explain better in the comments, but I'm looking at... I um, might have a problem. <laughs> yeah, to, I, I've been thinking that lately as well, but it's like, what can you do? It's better than being addicted to crack or something, you know? You could I'm have worse problems. addicted to crack. <laughs> Me too, bro. Man of crack, though. <laughs> man, man crack. What are your thoughts on, like aliens and shit because there's some unexplained they're called like unidentified aerial phenomena by they've officially announced them haven't they like confirmed they exist america um, has I anyway mean, in general aliens no, not aliens but aliens. the phenomena like what unexplained shit flying around the sky and stuff i mean yeah of course like literally everything is in space like and if you were to look at James Webb's fucking images, the fucking great, the size of a grain of sand zoomed into that from space with such a powerful telescope. There is so many fucking worlds out there, and we're a prime example. If on our life, life developed, then of course on other planets too. Aliens fucking exist, it's just a statistical game. And if you have so many samples, of course. And I'm not talking about the xenomorph kind of like ufo traveling aliens i'm talking about simple bacteria if anything yeah and there's that film actually life where they find uh, some bacteria I, I think it's called life or something or alive they find the first sign of life on mars and it's like a little bacteria but then it all goes fucked basically i won't spoil it if you're gonna watch it but it's a good film Um, but the, whatever you call it, unidentified aerial phenomena, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I can think think of a few things. So the you might have seen like in the news they confirmed that footage that was previously considered like like not real. Um, so like the pill is what it's nicknamed as. It's like a a pill shaped object that turns around and flies off really quickly. It was recorded by like a U.S. Air Force pilot, I believe. But that, like the the U.S. like Pentagon confirmed that that was a real real footage. And they didn't. They didn't, they confirmed that they didn't know what it was, which blows my mind. It's like which time I'm hearing that. Yeah, um, I'll have to send it to you. But I, th I think they've also got like a task force dedicated to investigating them now. And it sounds like a sci-fi movie, I know. But it, it sounds like a bullshit. Give me a give me a second because I need to check myself. I don't know if I imagine this. Yeah, so NASA announces an identified aerial phenomena study team. They selected 16 individuals to participate in independent study, including astronauts, um, as well as scientists. Like, they, they picked people who know different things, I guess. But yeah, that was 21st of October that was announced. So, very recently. Yeah, so basically, I started drinking rather early in the day, and I was like, oh, maybe Jesse will be there in 20 minutes, so we can pre-record this stuff, so he has enough time to edit. And, like, three hours later, I was like, ten beers in, I was like, who is this? <laughs> yeah, m partly my and... bad. I, I did take the, take the piss I was eating, but a succulent Chinese meal, you know? Wait, didn't you write, you'll be right there after the meal, and then you never showed up? Um, yeah, I, I, all I can do is apologize, really, but then you kind of got me back by passing out and leaving. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Food just arrived, handsome. Sorry for the delay. We'll let you know once I scarf it down. <laughs> I, I did scarf it down. minutes later. 45 minutes, 45 minutes later. On my way, big boy. 45 minutes isn't bad and then, since my food got delivered, you know? And then... And then an hour, an hour later, he calls me on Discord. <laughs> Which I missed, because I was, I, thought, I don't remember what I was, but I was too drunk to remember what I was. So there you go. So yeah, I waited like four hours for him, and once he finally finished, once he messaged me that he's gonna get his food and scarf it down, he's like already gone. Yeah, I was, you know, everybody, don't, don't trust him. I was working. So those four hours, I was working. Well, three hours maybe. The other hour was me taking the piss. But Rusty was just. You said you had yesterday off. No, I I finished at five. I, I was yeah. It's it was Saturday yesterday, so I finished at five thirty. Yeah, I was working from home though. That's probably what what you, what I meant. Okay. Yeah, if I if I had yesterday off and I was that late, I would have yeah. I I would deserve the the anger, but make this topic up right now. How to prevent hangovers from somebody who has a bit of experience in that? What you wanna do after drinking a lot, especially while drinking, actually drink a lot of water with it, or something sweet like sugary. It will not only help you with being drunker because the sugar just basically delivers all the shit. All the oracle to your brain quicker. It also boosts your fucking things to process the alcohol quicker. And the water 
helps uh, alleviate headaches for after after you wake up after your drinking session make sure to eat proper like a proper meal a warm meal with some meat some bread avoid milk and make sure that you drink a lot of water like i can't emphasize it enough drink a lot of fucking water while doing it that's why the people in italy drink a lot of wine and water make sure you sleep properly yeah that's that's my biggest problem i think i i barely slept last night like i, I slept in my chair like kind of passed out so but yeah uh that was our new segment hangover tips with rusty don't make this a deal <laughs> but yeah speaking of segments i think now would be a good time to introduce the segment for this special episode so next up will be the cockpit campfire tales where we each tell a spooky story from our own country. Hopefully Dimitrescu is happy with this podcast because, well, hopefully she's not because I wouldn't mind being tortured some more, to be honest. It's a very, very difficult balancing game making it, making her want us to torture more and, you know, actually providing good quality content for you people. Even though this is, this, this hungover dude is quality content and me being here segments are something we want to kind of include into more uh more future episodes so um hopefully it, it might be a bit too much to promise now but a new segment every time because because that side of recording stuff in vr chat is 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 pretty fun and it, it'll add to the entertainment value for you guys so i hope you enjoy the cock i hope you enjoy the cockpit campfire tales both Germany and Wales are countries with thousands of years of history. Throughout this long history, there have been many tales, myths and legends in each country's folklore. We thought it would be best to discuss legends from our own countries rather than one at random. So to start with, here is one from my country, Wales. In the quiet Welsh village of Llangernu, twice a year, it is said that the supernatural figure, Angelistor, will appear under the churchyard's 3,000-year-old yew tree on Halloween and the 31st of July. Said to be the oldest living thing in Wales, the tree is thought to have stood there since the Bronze Age. It is unclear how long Angelistor has visited this place, or where exactly he comes from. However, his visits have a dark purpose. In the Welsh language, Angelistor will announce the names of the local villagers who will soon meet their demise that year. According to folklore, a tailor named Robert, who was once so skeptical of Angelistor that he agreed to challenge him, visited the churchyard on Halloween night. The very first name spoken by Angelistor was none other than Robert. He died later that year a stark warning to any other who might doubt Angelistor's existence. Even today, people avoid the churchyard on these nights, fearful that their own name might come up, spoken from somewhere beyond. The people of Flangernu now believe that it's best not to know. A long time ago, there was a city in Germany which was under siege. Unfortunately, Many in the city walls were offered a handsome reward by the besiegers, including the night butchmen, to turn their back and allow the city to be sacked. 
The watchman's horn was supposed to be sounded to alert the city of their enemy's approach, but on this night it remained silent. Even the other watchmen would betray the townsfolk, closing off three out of the four sides of the castle so that no warning could be sounded. Awakening to the horror, the watchman's maid screamed as loud as she could and rushed to sound the horn on the one open side of the castle herself. She woke up enough people to ward off the invaders and truly saved the city from ruin. The watchman, his evil plans foiled, and having lost his promised gold, took her. He threw her, kicking and screaming into a well, twenty-four fathoms deep, where she then drowned. Now it is said that every seven years, the same maid visits the castle. She is said to be in all white, still wearing the nightgown that she was murdered in. She takes the place of the watchman that failed the city, and if any new watchman dare to blow the horn in her place, she will wring their neck and dispose of them in the same well that she has been disposed of years ago. Enjoy your nicotine rush, you little twat. She. <laughs> okay. Um. Just try to place it back so nobody notices. I think it's about here. Uh, try it again. I think that works. There he stands before us, erect. Hello. Proud of his situation. Standing tall. That that cigarette actually made me feel a lot better, to be honest. I'm I'm a little bit more alert. I'm still I'm still dead, but supplementary substances help. Yes, sir. They used to prescribe cigarettes for like asthma and stuff back in like, you know, like oh, you you got a pain in your chest, smoke some cigarettes. So like. And Coca-Cola had literal cocaine in it. <laughs> yeah. The the German military used some drug drug to come uh, come <laughs> come drug to come. <laughs> Sorry, my mouth was quicker than my mind there, and that's typical. Yeah, anyway. you got come come on the mind, maybe a lot of it actually. But, but yeah, that that is actually an interesting topic. So there's like videos of Hitler, right? And he's like fucking tweaking out. On speed, yeah. And it, I think it's like a, some sort of march, right? He's like, oh, I can't remember if it was like the Olympic Games or something, like a big gathering. And he's there like rocking back and forth, fucked. But yeah, he used to like... He's really twitching, like he's on shit, yeah. I think that's where methamphetamine came from. I think Germany invented it, didn't they? Or like, that's what they used to give their soldiers anyway in like tablets. I, I can't remember if they invented it or maybe it was it already existed at the time, but it's fucking interesting. I, of course, representing the entirety of Germany, claim full responsibility for the invention and production and consummation of men. There's actually a really cool story about a, a German soldier who got completely fucked on meth. Actually, give me a sec, bro. Let me pull it up. Okay.
Okay, I got it wrong. So it was a Finnish soldier. There is a really good video um, about this. That, that's how I know about it. But um, a Finnish soldier got separated from his unit and survived for weeks inside the Arctic Circle without food or shelter, fueled by a dose of meth large enough for 30 men. So I can't remember what, like, I think when he was fleeing, um, he, so he was, he was fighting against Germany, but obviously had had the meth tablets and he ate them all instead of eating one for some fucked up reason but um he he fled on skis and um let me yeah so he he got blown up by two landmines so um the the german the german soldiers booby trapped like a shelter and obviously he, he was finding a shelter because it was he was in the snow and he blew himself up once and then um hang on i'm explaining this very poorly but he covered a hundred kilometers of snow while fucked out of his head on meth and he skied over a landmine so yeah one one was a booby trap and the second was a landmine so uh, i'm guessing the meth helped him survive because at the end of it, um, he was completely disabled because of the landmine. But um, he managed to catch a bird that landed near him and ate the bird. Completely, it's so fucked up. But um, pervitin is what it's called. So like they used to prescribe the soldiers pervitin, which is basically meth. I mean, even with my deep hatred for Finnish people, people who are on my stream know the reference. Um, <laughs> like that, that fucking I respect that. Like, damn. Yeah, like he. German booby traps were nothing to mess around with, and yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he he basically blew his hands to bits and then carried on skiing around, bumping into like like groups of soldiers getting shot at, and his final stand was when he skied over a landmine and was like blew his legs to bits basically and he was just kind of lying there in the snow but he managed to survive by catching a bird and um and eating it raw he wait he caught it without legs or hands yeah i'm, I'm guessing it landed near him but he he ate a bird raw to survive and was lying there <laughs> lying there for a good while until luckily he was found by um doesn't specify whether they were finnish soldiers that found him or soviet but they were they were um allies so but yeah it's it's you know i'm guessing in that in that situation whether he chose to eat them all or didn't know the dosage my understanding is that they were supposed to be given out by officers the, the tablets so like one for each soldier maybe but he yeah the I dose mean a packet a package for those tablets because in in war times they didn't quite know the 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 effects meth and drugs had they they weren't quite addictive. They didn't know that they were. So they kind of gave them to soldiers to boost their activity, their strength, their, you know, willingness to shoot each other. And they handed them out like, 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 like you said, cocaine gum. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking good. Like, the difference between, like, what you were prescribed back then compared to now. Like, like even, because, like, cigarettes were literally prescribed by doctors for like breathing like asthma you know breathing problems you smoke cigarettes 
so fucked. Like, so I'm guessing it was they knew meth was a stimulant, and that's basically all they knew. They didn't know how addictive it was and stuff because it, it was like a new thing. But and of course, you you would assume that if you are a soldier who had one of those pills already and know that the feeling you get from from it and you are fully aware that your entire squad is like dead and you're gonna be next then you know might as well might as well yeah like i i'm, I'm get yeah because my understanding is that they were supposed to be given up by officers and he ate the whole pack while he was fleeing so whether that was by accident or just stupidity <laughs> but his name um you know such a legendary man deserves to have his name mentioned i'm gonna butcher the butcher the pronunciation but imo kovunen um so he survived sub-zero temperatures soviet patrols and the meth overdose uh the dose he took was apparently enough for 30 soldiers <laughs> don't forget the landmine and the booby trap yeah and eating a bird raw and uh, so it wasn't just it, pine buds as well. So pine buds and a raw bird is what he survived on. Well, blown up. Uh, um, do you think the meth helped with that? Because like, <laughs> do do you think the meth helped with that? Because <laughs> like a lot of people would pass out right from from being blown up. But like, I'm guessing the fact that he was on such a heavy dose of a stimulant might have helped him survive, kept him awake. You know. Bro, might have, might have. Yeah. Of course it did. Like, what the fuck? Can you just imagine the unimaginable fucking pain that happens when your hands are blown off, and then your legs too? Yeah. Fucked. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not too sure about what the effects of math, but like, I'm guessing he didn't feel it much. Cause like Ever he. seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. True. <laughs> apparently yeah so basically jesse in the meth house so it's supposed to be long lasting so i'm I'm guessing it it was it was the course of a few weeks that all that all of this happened so uh yeah survived for weeks <laughs> but yeah i'm without sleep as well like, like honestly what what a legend imo my hat goes out to you and this next drink also goes out to you Lad, yeah, and uh, yeah, to IMO, and I did explain it very poorly. Anybody who is interested, look it up. I'll, I'll put a link to the full story in the description. I mean, I can handle those from thirty men, but I don't <laughs> think that applies to math. Hmm. For for the podcast, of course, we can have viewers joining us for um. I don't know story time they got or like opinions special opinions they have and maybe even like join us for a gaming session and something yeah that's a good idea for future episodes definitely so with the segments and stuff uh we had a really nice comment um from this person they suggested that we open a discord uh server just to just to have a place where people can suggest topics um, me and Rusty are both kind of not great with running social media and stuff. We do have a Twitter that's in the, in the description, but, uh, currently any, any topic suggestions, feel free to leave them in the comments. We really appreciate the feedback so far. 
Yeah, we really do. And I do want to acknowledge the fact how bad we are at running at social media is. I only recently found out that we have a Twitter. That's how bad we fucking are at running this. <laughs> yeah, I, I made it. I made it and literally like never logged back in. So I think I posted the first two episodes there and then just kind of forgot. So I, w- I want to use it more because um, I think having, especially with the podcasts, having a form of contact is important. And eventually when when we do iron out all the kinks, we'll get a Discord server up. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll keep you updated. Yeah, everything will be explained, and I think a Discord would be actually a good idea. Like, direct, easy way of suggesting things without having us having to go through fucking YouTube and checking this shit out. It's just, like, delayed and shit. We can bring people into a voice channel as well to, to join join the podcast and actually talk about their suggestions. So that would be good. Joy, thanks for watching, guys. We hope you enjoyed the first special episode. Um if you can call it special, I, w- I was kind of shit this time, but that's cool. Um, we're going to yeah, do it. A- you really were special today, <laughs> like really special. Thanks, yes, Mommy. Yes, he was, wasn't he? But yeah, oh, we're going to make you, this you a thing for die. like holidays. So like Christmas, right? We'll do a Christmas one. Uh, yeah, thanks for watching. Um, if you did enjoy, please consider liking and subscribing. Check out Rusty on Twitch, where eventually we will be streaming episodes. And yeah, we'll keep you posted about about uh, topic suggestions, about topics about topic suggestions. If you do have any that you want us to discuss, or if you would feel comfortable with joining us sometime on a Discord call for the next episode, let us know. That intro, that outro is fucked, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you want me to do it at the end, or <laughs> yeah, you, know you keep it your fucky walky one. Uh, if if you can if you can kind of carry it, bro, I'd appreciate it. So like, you you know uh, the you know the score. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Uh, like and subscribe. All right, thank you all for watching. Uh, I really enjoyed it myself today. I hope this did too, even though it was passed out beyond belief. Um, <laughs> Please like and subscribe and comment your opinions and maybe topic suggestions some of though we do check out everything we got there and we will keep you posted on uh, any social media we got and if you do a discord we will just link it next time and we we will handle all the things uh, thank you for watching check out my boy Zesty's YouTube channel Big Zesty Diamonds he will link it down in the description and go down to my uh, Twitch stream if you feel like it I've barely streamed over the last weeks but I will keep it up and thank you very much for being here for watching for wasting your time with our dumbasses <laughs> much appreciated yeah thanks Have guys a good one. peace This isn't helping my hangover at all. (laughs) I'm not trying to be helpful. (laughs) 